So, assalamu alaikum. Um, today's topic is going to be about passing puberty for men and girl, for boys and girls, and we're going to talk about it in the Islamic perspective, the biology perspective, and personal stories, and other people that we know their stories. But of course, we're not going to name them. So. When we're going to talk about is you know the Islamic perspective of passing puberty for kids before they pa- don't we need to talk about it before they pass puberty? Yeah, for sure. Because we're now going to say the Islamic perspective first. Mm-hmm. So what is the the main? I know the main when a girl she and boy they pass puberty, and you know they tell you that there's going to be angels writing down your good deeds and bad deeds. The you know, the right, the good, and the left, the bad. And as a woman, when we pass puberty, we can't pray. Now a lot of people they will ask, well, why can't you pray? I'm passing puberty. When a girl she's on her period. And for me, my well, my understanding is because you know. Um, we didn't get to talk about it a lot when, you know, my parents, it's like, I don't know why it's a taboo subject in culture, but in Islam, I know, you know, you're supposed to say it, you know, talk about it. It's about the bleeding. And that's why I know why you can't pray on, you know, when you're on your period. What's your, you know? It's it's actually, it's... That's what I think, and someone told no, me. No, because, because right now, if... Uh, now, mm-hmm. if someone, he get to have a cut, and he start bleeding, mm-hmm. can't he pray? That's another thing, because, you know, we don't talk about it. My friend, one time, she had a little paper cut. We were, little, we were like elementary students, near the time passing. Oh, oh, She's like, I can't pray because I cut my finger with my, the okay, paper. Okay, because there is an opinion about that, that they will say about it, but they recommended mm-hmm. and that the actual uh, authentic one that the Sahaba in the field of the war mm-hmm. when uh, one of them he used to have a wound yeah. they wouldn't pray and they will do wudu and the wound is over there and the blood you know is over there so they, they prayed in front of the Prophet like that so I mean if the Prophet والسلام, the same thing so my point this is from that perspective and this is something you know Mm-hmm. Very known that no, the blood is not najis, mm-hmm. and uh, the regular blood is not najis because the mm-hmm. period blood is different, by the way, in every meaning. So, in biologic terms, what is it? Because there's a two th- two kind of the woman. There's a this is why there's a type of the period which is a thick and it's not a regular blood mm-hmm. because when you do the period, what's happened? You know what form the form of the placenta when you give birth? Mm -hmm. It's already formed over there. That's why it's too thick. So once there's no baby, what was prepared Mm -hmm. to feed that thing was there. Mm -hmm. This is what you know. You will just have the. This is why it's thick and it's darker because it's not only blood. Yeah. This is scientific and religious. And also, it's, a dark, it's also a dark color. It doesn't even yeah, look like so blood it's sometimes. Not, it's not a regular blood by any means. Mm-hmm. First. Second of all, there's a case in, in Shara. It's called istihada. It's not height. Mm-hmm. Which is height is a period. 
Estehada, mm-hmm. it's not a period. Mm-hmm. Uh, this type, it just, you know, whenever there's some veins inside the uterus, mm-hmm. will explode. This is a regular blood, and the blood will come out. It's just like a not excessive blood. It's like for one Even day. Even if it was excessive for blood, but it will be bright, like a blood. Mm-hmm. Bright color, like a blood, like someone has a wound. Red, instead yeah, of the dark, you know, whenever you cut a darker color. color that's usually yeah, and it's not that thick. It will not mm-hmm. be thick. At that moment, it's regular. You mm-hmm. just, you know, wash yourself. You make all mm-hmm. and you pray. It's not a period. It's so good that you mentioned that because I remember growing up and someone, I remember like people, they would be asking. So they asked one time my teacher and I was not involved in the conversation but I overheard and she's like, I had it for like uh, two hours and I never had it again. It's like, do I need to pray? Do I not need to pray? So I never knew about that because for me, everybody, all girls are different. So that never happened to me about the, alhamdulillah, but like, you know, everybody's different about the blood vessel bursting and you know having that for one hour just a little bit that bright blood so i didn't know about it but when i was hearing that somebody i'm like how can you have it for one like for one day and that's it yeah it's not a period it's just it's called in the shahrai terminology it's called mm-hmm. and uh Let's we're get supposed in. to know this information mm-hmm. because in the at the moment of the which is she the blood vessel that pops. She has to pray and she has to make wudu for the prayer because it's it's not a period. Mm-hmm. At the moment of the period when that thick blood came out, mm-hmm. no, she's supposed to stop from praying. And if she was in Ramadan fasting, she's stop, supposed to stop fasting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and she's not going to be questioned about the prayer that she mm-hmm. didn't pray at that moment. See, the, wh- so we, it's I needed be someone. For, for a few days, mm-hmm. just like listen. Yeah, to yeah I'm listening. So if she was not in Ramadan, and it was you know optional fasting, she doesn't have to repeat that optional fast. If she was in Ramadan and the period happened, she has to repeat this mm-hmm. in general mm-hmm. cases. She has to repeat, so she has to make up these days. Even if she got to have her period in the middle of the day, she's supposed not to finish the fast. She's supposed to stop the fast. Even though if she got her period, after, you know, before two, uh, hours. Know, two, two hours. Or That's why I used to tell people, minutes. don't go to the bathroom the last two hours. Because some people be like, I just needed 10 more minutes or like 30 more minutes. And then, but then now I have to f- repeat this uh, fast. I used to be like, I'm not going to use the bathroom for the, so I don't know. Okay, you're already going to know because you're already going to feel it. So either way, so you cannot trick yourself <laughs> from that perspective. And uh, this is the point. So, and uh, this is really important to to teach our kids so mm-hmm. they know what's going to happen to them. Yeah. And how to deal with them and the shara perspective of that. This is mm-hmm. one point. There's another point, which is you know the. The, the the other side of passive puberty for the man and the woman because mm-hmm. or the girl and the boy uh, the girl and the boy the boy he's not gonna going to have a period for sure in that meaning so which mm-hmm. is mean he's not gonna have thick things coming out from him as you know like the from the family of the blood because of not regular blood what is gonna happen what is common between boy and the girl that mm-hmm. they're going to wake up on themselves. They might think that they're wetting themselves, but they're not wetting themselves first. Mm-hmm. 
in that moment is gonna be like a it's like a white thing a little mm -hmm. bit thick sometimes it will be a little bit yellowish mm -hmm. in that moment they have to go to the shower change their clothes and for sure take a shower and then the shower is supposed to be the intention of ghusl mm -hmm. a regular shower to make because the, the inside, wudu inside. inside the ghusl has you know the ghusl has wudu in it mm -hmm. it's preferred to make wudu while you're doing ghusl Mm -hmm. in because, the shower. That, because that was, you know, the actual aspect mm -hmm. of the ghusl according to many ahri from the mm -hmm. Prophet But first, once you want to start doing the ghusl, you have to start washing your private areas. Mm -hmm. Then washing you wash your soap. hands with soap. Then you start performing the regular wudu. Mm -hmm. And then you wash all your body after that. I heard that's also the same thing because, you know, when we were growing up, they were talking about the period, period mm -hmm. and they said also when we finish the period, we're supposed to do the same thing. Yeah, that's true. Also for the girl, when she's finished the period, the she same has steps. to do the same thing, for sure, because it also is also. But I have a question for you. Does it happen only once for the boy when he passes puberty? What? Like, no, not even the girl. It will happen oftenly. At mm. the beginning, it might be happening every day. Mm -hmm. Then it will get to be less by the time. When, when does the voice start changing? Like I know, like I always heard the boys when they used to have that scratchy voice. No, sometimes they might not not even have one scratchy voice, you mm -hmm. know. But the opposite, sometimes they will just in one night. Actually, so everybody's different. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. It's a different. But That's why you have to explain to everybody so people because don't there say. There is gonna be changing in the voice in both sides, the mm -hmm. the male, the female, and the male, mm -hmm. which is the boy and the girl. They're going to have a hair, you know, growing in and in their armpits and the private areas mm -hmm. and some other places, accordingly to the to mm -hmm. their basically their race. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, them, actually, even sometimes they might have, you know, excuse my words, they might be aroused, they might be having erection, both, because there's a different ways for mm -hmm. both to have it and the aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And we're supposed to educate our kids about this kind of stuff because it's we are human beings. Mm -hmm. You don't need to forget that your kids also are human beings. Mm -hmm. And they're going to have hormones, they're going to have feelings. So you yeah. have to educate them from that perspective. There's nothing to mm -hmm. be shy about. You're supposed to do that because you don't want them to catch bad information from outsiders. Right. And uh, we have our own culture as Muslim, the mm -hmm. Islamic culture, traditions. Let us to teach them and educate them from Islamic perspective mm -hmm. for them to understand the differences. Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember what I said to my students in the class. I told them, mm -hmm. uh, you might think ever what I mean passing puberty. Passing puberty is a stage preparing you mm -hmm. both as a boy and a girl to be, you know, able to have kids after you grew up because you ever thought about how your parents see they having kids mm -hmm. this is actually passing puberty if the stage that is gonna take you to the other level that's why they call manhood womanhood 
this is where this is how I, I introduced them to it and I said if the girl she wants to know about the period for uh, scale to be appropriate I will explain this to you but I prefer you to go ask your mom and let your mom to, mm -hmm. to answer you in case your mom she didn't answer you and you didn't find any answer from your house you come back and tell me then I will explain this to you mm -hmm. because even for the boys the boys also they get you know shocked by I Alhamdulillah, there were two kids, boy and a girl, they already passing puberty. Mm -hmm. the, the point from that, that we're supposed to tell them what is going to happen to them, how they're supposed to deal with it, and what they're supposed to do about it. Mm -hmm. Because because sometimes, for the man, for example, he will not have, you know, the actual, he will not, there's a two-time for the boy also. Mm -hmm. The boy sometimes, even while he's, you know, awake or taking his nap, he will awake. It's will there's some substance. It's less thicker. Mm -hmm. It's not thick, and it's between. It's it's not totally white. It's translucent. Mm -hmm. It's called in the Sharia terminology Mary. Mm -hmm. And and this one, it's between. The P and between something else, the, mm -hmm. the the money, which is the sperm, and he might be also at the same time, maybe erected, maybe not, as a boy, mm -hmm. but in that concern, because there is some type of people they will have it a lot mm -hmm. as a kind of part of the manhood. Mm -hmm. It will not be the the same aspect of the other kind of erection and mm -hmm. you know being aroused and then you know well, I have a question after this at that moment he has not to go and take a shower he has only to change his underwear and wash himself and make a regular wudu mm -hmm. he doesn't need to take a shower so there is different kind that we have to learn from a Sharaim perspective Mm -hmm. These are the must known. So this knowledge is something that is a must. That every Muslim he has to know them, or otherwise he will not be doing wudu right, or not doing salat right, and he just wasting his his time. Mm -hmm. you uh, me? Yeah. What, um, about the whole like you know also what you're just saying about the boy how he's supposed to also watch. So uh, also girls before even passing period before the the whole like the you know blood and everything um we do get the, you know you get the hair both in you know um armpit and the private and also we have that white thing that also comes out and it's you know sticky and nobody t you know taught me that when you have this you have to either like put panty liners or change your underwear if you don't wear that wash yourself and make will do and go pray so if and that's before even like the period comes like before so it's like it'd be like a whole year that this is happening to your kid and there's some people don't want to talk to their kids about period and this stage that is happening is happening to her before the actual period so you need to teach your kids before they pass puberty of what is going on with their body when you you know I feel like it's the most appropriate time it's like seven or eight, because at seven years old, you know, I know the prophet, he said, teach your kids about 
prayer. No, he suggests you know to straighten them up if they don't pray. Okay, so that's ten. Are you supposed to be teaching them about the prayer before? Mm. This is the point. This is what I was explaining, even you know to mm. to. Because the some people pass puberty at eight years old, so like yeah, yeah, I feel like the most is like at seven. It's like hey, this your body might change. This is how it's going to change. It it might, but usually it's at eight. Mm-hmm. And uh, the highest number is supposed to be at eight, nine, okay, mm-hmm. to prepare them, because also they're gonna start seeing even because look what we forget sometimes that them right now they have a different mantle. Mm-hmm. Their 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 brain is growing faster than you than how we were expecting. So these kids, whenever they are eight and nine, mm-hmm. seven, eight. Nine. These people. kids, they stop being kids, which is mean and which meaning. They have the attitude of kids, but their brain is growing fat, big. So these people at that time, this is where the stage that everything they start, you know, perceiving. They look at things differently, like mm-hmm. grown-ups, mm-hmm. but they still have the kids' attitude. So do not get tricked by that, because everything happening. Mm-hmm. To them, at that age, mm-hmm. it just you know getting too deep inside their brain, and they might you know understand things wrong. So you have to prepare them to know stuff from that perspective. Mm-hmm. That you have to tell them about things so they understand things more. Because we're supposed not to put them into yeah, mythology like, or, yeah. or or anything. like you know people they were like oh you can only sh- you can stop. Sh- you have to start wearing your hijab in front of a boy when he starts when he passes puberty, and that was one wrong thing that I was you know got taught because I was like had my brother who's younger than me and I'm like oh his his friends didn't pass puberty so it's fine for me to show my hair, and they were having crushes on me where I was like seeing them as little kids. I'm just like it's fine, but you know what? And they'll never forget your picture. Because yeah. At that moment, your picture is stuck inside their brain. And these mm-hmm. are strangers, and uh, we're supposed to deal with them in a in a more respectful way. This is how I could you know phrase it, yeah. because you have to respect their brain. Their brain yeah. is older than you expect. Yeah, he has a nephew that's like eight years old, and when we went there, he was seven, like the last time, and he's seven, did not pass puberty. And my husband's like, you have to wear a hijab in front of him. He is. Because you he, see him he how sees, he speaks, how, how he's. How he, yeah, how he describes you know. things, and you know, he's even though he's he's plays with his toys, but when you talk with him, you're just like, is this a kid or not a kid? So that's the, why we have to make sure that the information that we give mm-hmm. is supposed to be in its place. Mm-hmm. We're not saying go speak with your kids that they want to pass puberty about marriage. No, this is not the case. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, this is not the case. When you're comfortable and, and to say how the kids come from, you know, whenever you guys are comfortable. No, no not only this. You're supposed not to confuse mm-hmm. things together. Okay? You're supposed not to confuse in order for you to prepare him. Okay? Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to be wait till his marriage to tell him that's, you know, how you were supposed to do, you know, to do ghusl. Because you woke up. This yeah. is not the right time. For example, yeah, for each yeah. stage, there's a talk, mm-hmm. and for each stage, there's information has to be shared. Mm-hmm. But if he start asking, do not lie. Yeah, don't. If do he that. start asking, you know what that means? Does mean he already understand things beyond you 
expecting him to understand. Mm -hmm. So give him the right answer. Mm -hmm. Don't go and try to think that, okay, no, shut up, you know, you don't know, you're too young to know this. Why? Mm -hmm. If he asks you this question, mm -hmm. answer him. Right. Because right now this age is different. It's a, He's not a five years old kid. He's not a four years old kid. Right now, he's the 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 boy or the girl that are passing puberty, which is mean their system getting older. Mm -hmm. Whether you like it or not, accept this idea first. Mm -hmm. Accept that your kids, they're human being like mm -hmm. you, and one time you were a kid, and then you grew up. You're gonna right. get older. Put yourself in this situation. Mm -hmm. Do not forget yourself that you one day you were a kid. And wait, you know, the, I don't know, what is going to educate them? You want the internet to educate them? I don't think so. You want, you know, the bad friends to educate them? I then, don't cause think Then, because so. we have, uh, you know, se you know, sexual things happen after marriage. And so, if they're going to see some things on the TV, you know, on the internet, they're okay, going to bring it into the, they're going to bring it into their marriage thinking there's something's halal and something's haram. Like, yeah, okay, we're married but and we can have a, uh, sex you know sorry to be blunt I, I, I know but they might learn stuff on the internet that could be haram to bring inside their relationship when they get married yes i i know this is this is not the subject but, yeah i know but have make sure you tell them about passing puberty before the puberty happened and after the 13 or the 12 brothers and sisters please speak with them about you know the sexuality in Islam. If you don't have knowledge, go learn and teach them. Or refer them to someone that he has a knowledge and that you know you you, you could you know. Uh, There's people who are embarrassed trust. to talk with their kids because so. you don't want them to go catch this from pornos, okay? Because that's really haram. It's 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 horrific. It's horrific. We're dealing with the youth. Me personally. And that question is just horrible. As much as I could straighten that up, it's not going to work. I will try, and I do, but this is where you suppose you, as a parent, mm -hmm. have to do with that. I guess this is what we're going to share so far for now. You want to say anything? So, um, bringing it back to some, like, you know, personal stories, um, like, for, you know, when I went to Islamic school, okay, and... I, yeah, I was the oldest out of my brothers and sisters, but I had friends who had older sisters. And one time, I was like probably seven years old, we're praying, and then I had my teacher, I remember she came and she sat down, she, and she sat next to me because I was at the end of the line. And she pretended that she did the salam. And I was just like confused. Instead of asking her, I'm like, I looked at my friend, I'm like, isn't it funny that she did that? Like, why would she do that? Is she pretending to pray? So my friend is like, wait, she maybe had past puberty. And this is that when I was seven, eight. I'm like, what's puberty? Like, what's period? She's like, um, it's when a woman is, she gets mad and then she bleeds. And that's all she said to me. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow. So that's then years that. later, like, uh, when I became, like, I passed puberty at 10. So then whenever you have, you know, hormones, I was like, uh, I thought I was, I didn't know what was going on with my body, so I was just like, I'm not going to tell my parents because I feel like, because you know, you have movies and stuff, and mm -hmm. I'm just like, oh my God, I'm, I'm becoming a monster, like a, you know, so I should not say anything. And so I had another friend, she passed puberty at nine years old, 
and I was like, you know, whenever girls, they start talking about it, so I was kind of getting in the conversation, even though I had still no idea what a period is, and they're like, it's not fair that you got your period, we're older than you, and this and that, right? I'm like, yeah, it's not fair. So the girls like, uh, no, I'm not lucky because the pain is like having your, you know, you're pregnant with a baby inside you, and she's the baby stabbing you with a knife, and it's you and your and then you you and your stomach is on fire, at all at the same time. So I'm like, oh no, I don't want this. <laughs> I don't want this. Oh, this crazy traumatizing idea. So that's why we're saying you're supposed to talk with your kids because this thing happened. So. Then a week later, subhanAllah, I passed puberty. I had the stomach ache. And that was a cramps that she was talking about. So I'm like, I think I, I should use the bathroom. And then when I saw it, and I, and I talked with a lot of other girls, and I told them my experience, like, we had the same experience. They looked at it. It's not what you think. It's not a red blood. It's this thick, dark blackish color and I'm just like what did I you know did I do number two on myself that's what all the girls think and almost all the girls think that because you said that there's two you know that it's not a regular bleeding because we you know it's the the placenta and stuff that we our body has been you know doing it for 28 days because every 28 days there's that ovulation where the egg it drops so I freaked out opened the door crying busting out crying and I had a teacher and she's like well, you know what's wrong I said I I got my period and she got confused I can see she got confused you're like you're gonna do all this for that and then I she did think quickly because after a couple seconds she's like oh this is your first time so she you know got me the pad but my dad he went and said my he went and took me to the house for my mom to teach me and especially she also didn't want to teach me she was like even scared that I she was like got shocked that I did pass puberty at the age of 11 because she is um you know you know she's white and and most Lebanese Syrian Palestinian that this race they pass puberty early so she thought I still had another couple of years before I passed puberty she was not really mentally but she was this is the point. We're supposed to be aware to teach our kids because mm -hmm. they might have some pe people inside their, you know, class there or you know, they're dealing with them, you know, that mm -hmm. they already passed puberty. So they might, you know, tell them mythological things, mythical things that... Mm -hmm. That's why I, like, I was like, I want, I want... You're supposed to teach them no, so they know what is going to happen and mm -hmm. to make sure that, you know, they will be able to help others to understand what is going mm -hmm. on. And this is what we're supposed to be do because we're supposed to protect our kids. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to help them to understand how things will work. Mm -hmm. And we're supposed not to waste all our time, you know. Mm -hmm. This is all I Yeah, know. my sister also, she had a girl that was three, four years younger than her telling her what period is. And she didn't even want to, my mom said anything, because, uh, you know, and I remember for me, every time my sister, we were near the age of 10, I'm like, we have to talk with them, we have to, my mom was like, no, it's not time, it's not time, and then, you know, then, but the thing is, they already know, like how I did, how my sisters, all of us, like we found out in school, so do you want them to get information outside of school, or you want to tell them? Because especially we have we we have that culture where we we're scared to tell our parents anything because our parents are just like you know don't tell me you know they give that vibe 
It's like, we, this is not what we're supposed to talk about. And I feel both girl and boys are supposed to know each other to how what they happen when they pass puberty. Yes, yes, because even some boys, they might think, you know, they're having cancer because I knew someone, he was like that. Mm-hmm. He thought that he has cancer. When he discovered this from the imam after like a couple of years, he was really older than that time. Like he was mm-hmm. around 15 or 16. He thought that he was dying and that's why he was not going out. When he discovered that, he couldn't believe himself what he's hearing. He went back to home and he was too upset. He stopped speaking with his parents for a long while. And I guess he has his point actually and mm-hmm. and and as a parent you're supposed to understand your parents and you have a duties do not give Protect up your duties your kids to by, you know, the right information and the right time for your kids be aware about their age be aware about their stage know what to tell them mm-hmm. according to their age you're supposed not to just give away it's not something that you know just okay I have kids and you throw them and you just don't tell them anything you don't share with them anything this is your responsibility and this is the amani and this is in Islam uh, you're gonna be questioned about it if you don't share this information to them if you don't know understand that mm-hmm. go learn or refer them to someone that he knows yeah. like, it, and, and it's funny if you don't know subhanallah how you get married and you brought them to life subhanallah yani. sometimes things if I think about them twice or you know my mind will be blown up because some people they think everything you know what we sometimes nowadays I just ended up with this sarcasm I'm excuse my sarcastic in a way but you know sometimes when you hear some people you think just like atheists everything by coincidence marriage by coincidence life by coincidence kids by coincidence subhanallah and hellfire by coincidence everything happened by coincidence mm. because Jannah never happened by coincidence just believe me <laughs> Jannah never happened by coincidence mm. so if you don't know go learn so you understand, maybe you're just sleeping with your wife in the wrong way. Maybe. You're not Actually, yeah, because there maybe you are teaching your kids something yeah. totally wrong. So <laughs> you have to know what, if you're yeah. doing right or wrong. What, what you just said, I know maybe it could be another whole subject, but you said sleeping your day life wrong. Because so, my dad, he's an imam, and people, uh, she, this lady, she wanted to divorce her husband. And she's like, it, he, it's painful when we you know, sleep together. And he's like, what do you mean? Like, he wants to know, like, that's why you want to divorce him? And she said he does it from the back. And I, what you no, told me... No, wait a second. Not from the back. You have to specify. Like an animal. From the wrong hole, which is where the poop came out. Excuse my expression. Bluntness, but, but yeah. And but, you know. That is actually... Haram, like if a married couple, they it's so haram that if a married couple they do that, it's automatically divorce. And we're speaking about us as a Muslim. If you're not Muslim, don't get offended, just forget it. Yeah, so as a Muslim, that's how wrong it is. And I, you know, and that's a whole like a whole different subject, but yeah. you know, sometimes you have to educate yourself. So my point, coincidence, this is how hellfire happened. And none of us wants to go to hellfire. Mm-hmm. So with, to avoid this weird coincidence, mm-hmm. going to hellfire, educate yourself, educate your mm-hmm. wife, educate your kids, and do not to be don't get stubborn and be just in. Yeah, because oh, this is what I learned from my parents. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. It's fine. Sometimes mm-hmm. your parents they did the best. Do your best. If we listen to the prophet stories, he literally went and yeah, he he literally taught them more stuff it's like oh this is what our forefathers our ancestors how we we thought 
and it's like, well, I'm t t telling you, this is, you know, brought down at, from, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I'm trying to teach you the, the last, you know, religion, how it's supposed to be. So, there's nothing wrong with re-educating yourself on, you know, the matter. As what you said, like, he had his friend, what he just said right now, the story, he thought he was having cancer while he's passing puberty. Look, I was telling you that this morning, when I, there's this pain right here when you have on your, near your hip, in the, in the you know, front. And that's what the ovulation, that's when like every 28 days and every woman's different, the, the egg will drop and the, top, the, the front of your hip will start to hurt. My mom, back in the day, she had an appendix eruption. So I thought I was having an appendix eruption every time that happened. To the point that like, I thought I was going to die, I, I wrote a goodbye letter and told them if you guys do, a, you know, check my body after I did check my appendix, I might have, I'm, that might be the cause of death. I literally wrote my, you know, a death letter because, no, because I, I would tell my parents, this is happening to me. It's like, oh, you know, it's no way. You probably hit your head on the table. I'm like, no, I didn't. It's hurting, and I'm really in pain. Yeah, so also we have to educate ourselves, even biologically, to say mm -hmm. also, because these things sometimes, some people, they have their period, no pain. Yeah. Sometimes even the boys, you know, they'll pass puberty, no pain. Mm -hmm. Some other boys or girls, they pass puberty and they will have a freaking hell pain. Mm -hmm. So we have to be aware and let them to understand. As long as there's yeah. nothing is, you know, caused by extra blood or something, then yeah. it's fine. Otherwise, they have to go to check the doctors. Yeah. This is all what And also, saying. but the, the, the whole thing about, yeah, yeah I hear. Yeah. So about, so you have the woman, when she finishes her period, she's supposed to do the washing, which is the, what's the, the soap with the, we'll do inside the shower. The boys, the same thing, and also when you have a wet dream, the same thing You when you wake up from a wet dream, because sometimes you're going to have the wet dream before even passing puberty, and after passing puberty. Before, no, it's, it's, it, no, it's not before passing puberty, this happened in, while you're passing Yeah, puberty. I mean, even, like, afterwards, because, you know. Yeah, afterwards. And you go, like, well, I didn't show any my, my kids anything, like, haram, they never watched anything, like, no kissing scene. It's not related, it's a it, but, Yeah. They're going to have the dream either way if That's you block everything on the hormones. TV. It's their hormone inside their body, mm -hmm. the accumulation of hormones inside the woman and the man is going to cause this to so happen. So even if you not have any TV, they're sagging, going to have that and they're going to have a dream. In the man's perspective, mm -hmm. excuse my language, his sack of sperm, they're going to produce So the excess of it... Mm -hmm. If he was, you know, pious, mashallah, he doesn't touch himself, okay? Is mm -hmm. going to leave this, you know, excessive to going out. Mm -hmm. And this is going to happen like that. So, we're supposed to be aware also biologically and be humanitarian with our kids. Mm -hmm. And do not forget that, you know, that's our kids are human like us. Yeah, it's not like when you walk in on them if having a wet dream, don't smack them and say, Where did you watch anything to have a wet dream? Like, no. Everybody has it even if you don't watch anything haram. No, no, no. This is not the case. We are human. This is how we... This is how system... So you need to take a shower. I, for me, I never knew that before. Alhamdulillah, I knew that before I got married. But because we had a daughter and it was on a Sunday and she was saying, if you have a wet dream, you're supposed to take a shower. I'm like, what? And I went to my dad because he's a shower. I'm like, hey, if you have a wet dream, he's like, yeah. I'm like, why didn't you tell me this? This, you he know. Expected your mom. This is, this is, look the funny part. 
The men usually they expect their wife to say this to their daughters because this is more appropriate. Drop this off. Okay, drop this off. And then it's not haram for a man or for the father to tell his he's daughter. He's supposed to because of, you're not better than the Prophet ﷺ, okay? The Prophet ﷺ, he thought, you know, his kids, his wives, okay? Mm -hmm. And you need all the time to verify this information. So it's fine if you thought like that, but verify with your wife. Did you say this to her? Oh, no, don't say it. What? No, you have to say it. If you're not going to say it, I'm going to say it. Oh no, don't say it. Okay, go say it because this is information that she has to know. Do not let this go because mm -hmm. you don't want this information for your girl or your boy not to know this, you know. You have to do your part. Uh, it's yeah. your responsibility, by the way. We're in the Islam, we're supposed to learn how to clean ourselves, how to do everything. Anyways. You're supposed to teach your daughter. You're supposed to teach your, you know, daughter about... Also, this is another thing It's Islamic, about shaving. Both men and women have to do it at least every 40 days, even more. Uh, yeah, especially after more. the past puberty, you have to, you have to speak about things. And there was another the thing about it. I remember I had this lady who was, you know, very close to me, like a mother, and she was, t and she asked me. She's like, "Do you have?" Blah blah blah. I said, "Yeah." She's like, "Do you shave?" I said, "No." And she's, and then I went to my mom. I said, "This lady, she told me that she's kind of like a teacher, but also she was like a very motherly uh, figure for me." Um, and so I told my mom, like, hey, she told me I have to shave. And she's like, why is she getting in my business? And I'm just like, well, it's my business. By, by the way, by the way, just to tell you, you know, some people, they think, and I met these people personally in mm -hmm. Lubna, they thought that shaving is something haram in Islam. Yeah, there's some people who think that. <laughs> I guess, I guess, well, now for another someone, he said, isn't haram for you to shave, you know, your armpits and the private area? Because we are, you know, imitating the non-Muslim. I looked at them. So what the heck? I said the opposite. The total opposite. Because right now, well, I commanded to do this. <laughs> I just saw someone on, you know, the Instagram. Well, I commanded to do that. <laughs> and if you don't do that, you know, every forty days, I and mean, it was too long, you, it's, it's gonna, you, you gonna get charged, you know, like a sins. You have to clean. It's part yeah. of us cleaning ourselves. We're supposed he got, to. You know, he got shocked. I said, Subhanallah. So please learn your religion. Yeah. Educate yourself. This is a big chapter in the fiqh. It's called uh, there's a fiqh tahara, which is a fiqh salat, which is, is going to be include the tahara, then the wudu and the mm -hmm. salat. So we have to be aware about this. Mm -hmm. It's it's not a joke. Yeah. We need to make sure that our kids, their prayer is countable and they mm -hmm. are performing their life in the in an Islamic way. Yeah. I had like my brother and I'll tell him like, you know, he plays I'm up like you have to shave, it's too you know and he's like, I'm a man, this is what men do and I'm just like, uh, actually in Islam you told us to shave your armpit. And I said, I'm not going to ask you about the other thing and he just like looked at me confused. <laughs> And then, you know. Yeah, because this is again traditions, you know, of the mm -hmm. society. Time. You want to add anything? I'm thinking about it. Um, yeah, so that was my main point. Like in the summer, we taught to clean. So that's the whole thing about uh, the period. The man, when he's, um, you know, also pa during that passing period, he wakes up and he finds something. And the wet dream also clean and the shaving so there's a lot of things that we need you know it's all about cleaning yourself 
You have to be clean. That's why Islam is one of the clean, you know, religion. Also, with, you know, cleaning with the water, washing yourself. Women, because sometimes people, if they're not being taught that, you're supposed to make sure that you're dry because also they would get infected. Okay. A lot of people don't know that. The, it's called the yeast infection, which is if you wash yourself and you don't dry yourself, that's going to happen. There's a much of other information. We're gonna stuck it to over here, Cass, only about the passing puberty. Mm -hmm. Because this is what we're saying. This is all about the period, so. Because this will be expanding too much, you know. Mm -hmm. Just this is the main reason for that is only to educate your, pa your, your kids and educate yourself if you have no clue about whatever happened to you in the back days because you have to educate your kids. Yes. Inshallah. <laughs> Do you have anything else? No, no, no. That's like all the information I have right now in my head. Okay, khair, inshallah. Jazakumullah khair. And we wish all of you to have a good life, good time, and all the time try to educate yourself. Do not forget this because heaven will be gained by knowledge. Will not be, you will not get rewarded heaven just like that by doing everything like, you know, by coincidence. And that coincidence will lead you to hellfire. This mm -hmm. is not our life. Everything has to be done, you know, by knowledge. Jazakumullah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah.